Hello, my dear friends out there in podcast land. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. Today, we're going to be in the book of Isaiah, the 64th chapter and the fourth verse, reading from the New American Standard Bible. For from days of old they have not heard or perceived by ear, nor has the eye seen a God besides you, who acts in behalf of one who waits for him. The prophet Isaiah speaks to his people of the relationship that they have with God. This verse points to the uniqueness of God in that he is a God who wants to interact with his people. And for me, this could be considered one of the distinguishing facets of Christianity. And okay, I can hear many of you out there saying it was Jesus and his resurrection that is the distinguishing factor for Christianity. And you are absolutely correct. However, what drove God to send his son for us? Was it not his love? A love that does not stand off, but a love that gets involved? That's the interaction. Our God, through his great love for us, does that not sound familiar? Ephesians 2, 4. <laughs> this love drove him to act not only on our behalf, but to interact with us. He is an engaging God, a God who wants us to cast our cares on him, a God who says, seek me and you will find me. A God who says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And a God who provides for us. Yes, our God, the God most of us have never seen with our physical eyes, just as the generation of Israelites whom Isaiah is speaking to had not seen God. But what draws distinction between them and us, I believe, is that we get to hear God personally now through the resurrection of Christ and the coming of the Holy Spirit which is in us right we get to hear God each one of us if we're willing to listen that is <laughs> during this time frame remember God spoke through the prophets the prophets are the ones who heard from God not your average Israelite but see not so now what a blessing we have right now as Christians that we get to interact and hear God. This passage for me sets God apart from all of the other gods in that he is an active God. Not a God made of stone, but of spirit and of flesh. He is the living God. And we are truly blessed to be reconciled with him and because of our status as children, his children, we are privileged to be able to interact with him. Because of his involvement in our lives, this also should boost our faith in him, knowing that he is active in our lives and that not only does he hear us, but that he will answer when we cry. It is never a question of whether God will answer, but always a question of when will he answer? And I will give you a little secret. The way in which he answers you will be unique to the relationship that you have with him. 
the way in which he speaks to you will be based on the relationship that you have established with him. If you speak to him in a form, formal manner, then his response will be formal. If you're like me and a chatty Cathy and a little more casual, and by casual I just mean that you interact with him regularly, then his response will be casual and sometimes formal. I remember a conversation I had with my best friend, um, my lifelong friend now, his name is Gregory Perrin, and we were, where were we? We were in the Bahamas. We're just friends, so calm down. We were in the Bahamas because I had just graduated from Howard University, and it was kind of like my going, my graduation present to myself. And so he was like, oh, okay, I'll come along. And I think we were there for like maybe a weekend. And we were having a conversation. We were sitting out on, on the beach, and we were just talking about our relationship with God. Now, Gregory, Gregory and I have known each other since middle school, and we were nerds. I remember us looking up words on the dictionary over the phone yeah I was that girl and so we we would have wonderful conversations and this particular conversation we were just talking about our relationships with God and I can't remember who posed the question but one of us did you know how do you view God and I remember Greg was like you know he is the almighty he's high up and he should be reverenced and when I go to him you know he's just the all-magnificent God and he looked at me and he said, and you and I was like, uh, I kind of view him as my buddy. <laughs> and so I go to him with like everything and I'm chatting with him all the time. And we both kind of laughed and came to the conclusion that we were both on extremes of the spectrum and that the proper way to interact maybe is somewhere in the middle because I can make God so casual that sometimes I forget that he's God and Greg you know has him being God but forgetting that he still wants to be closer than a brother and be right near now that conversation was 30 years ago and I'm sure the relationship with Greg has changed um, as far as now he interacts with him a little more casually casually but the way in which you interact with God is the way in which he's going to interact with you but understand God wants us all to be chatty with him (laughs) remember he loves us and he wants that interaction he allows challenges in our life in an effort to bring us closer to him so that we can understand that we can come to him with any and everything now one might say that is a bit drastic (laughs) but he still does that The question is that when we do have those hardships and those challenges, do we realize that that is the time when we're to draw closer to him? Or do we continue to try and work things out ourselves, like being in the wilderness? I hope not. I wish everyone really had the relationship that I have with Christ because it is through my relationship with him and interaction with him that I know that I know that I know that he is real and that I can count on him. I can count on his word, which is truth, and I can count on the guidance and instructions that he gives me not only through his word, but the words that he speaks to me directly through his spirit. I understand that it is not my job to convince people that Christ is real because you really can't convince someone of that. The Holy Spirit has to be working in their heart. No, I realize that my job is to be a witness, allowing him to live in me so that others can see him through me, right? That I'm the window, so to speak. Our witness is what God uses to draw others to us. 
the way we live our lives, how we handle the crises in our lives, as well as the good times. Because we can't, because they won't be able to see him physically, they have to see him in us. And that is by the way we live our lives. And just like the parable of the master who gave his servants, you know, the talents, and then he goes off to another country, another distance. But when he returns, he wants to know what they have done with what they have given him, with what he gave them. We are now those servants and the master is away, right? Our Lord is away, but we know that he will return. And when he returns, he's going to ask us to give us an account of the talents and gifts and the ability that we did, that he gave us. How did we use those for him? We have to show ourselves faithful when he returns. This season of caring for your loved one can be a beautiful experience as you allow God to use this emotional and physical difficult time to show you that he is real and wants you to come to him with all that you've got. Hold nothing back and be ready to engage with the living God who loves you and be willing to wait for his response. Just sit tight because he does act on behalf of those who wait for him. Let's pray. Thank you, God for being magnificent, for being holy, for being all those things that require us to reverence you because you are all that. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the bright and morning star. You are, you are all of that, but you are also Emmanuel, God who is with us and the God who delights in us. It boggles our mind that you could delight in our broken vessels, our waywardness, our rebellion at times, but you delight in us and you want us to draw near to you. Help us this day to draw near to you. Help us to know that you act on our behalf, that we can wait on you because you are faithful knowing that in your time you will answer our prayers you will deliver us from this particular seasons of our life and that as long as we continue to put our trust in you that we not only grow closer to you but that you use our lives to draw others to you you use our lives to strengthen our fellow brothers and sisters who may be going through hardships because they see how you've delivered us and then that gives them encouragement knowing that you will also deliver them help us to recognize that we are part of a family and that we're all interconnected moving forward for your glory and your honor thank you for being that god and thank you for hearing our prayers we love you in jesus name amen all right my podcast family go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.